Welcome to the Help Club for Moms podcast. Each week we offer biblical encouragement and practical ideas to help you know the love of Jesus Christ more deeply and become the woman, wife, and mother you were created to be. We're so glad you're here. It's going to be a great day. Hello there. My name is Deb, and I'm so excited to be here with you guys today. We're doing a brand new series at Help Club for Moms, and it's called Meet the Team. You guys, we have the most amazing team at Help Club for Moms who love Jesus. They love moms. They love you. And I love them, and I wanted them to meet you and you to meet them. And so, Today, we have an amazing mom, and her name is Crystal Gray, and we're going to be, yeah, hi, and so we're going to be here, just so you guys know, if you're new, we're going to be right here in the online group and on the podcast, so you can listen in on the podcast to these interviews, but if you're listening in on the online group, you can come in, and you can comment, and you can ask for prayer, and if you need prayer, what you could do is you can uh, email us, if you're listening on the podcast, you can email us at admin at helpclubformoms.com. We have a whole amazing group of volunteer prayer team here, and we would love to pray for you. So we're going to get started. I want to, I'm going to open us up in prayer really quick, and then we're going to get started. Jesus, thank you so much for today. Thank you for everyone watching or listening. And Lord, we just always want to bring you glory with everything that we do at Help Club. And we invite your presence into this time. We pray for everyone who is going to watch the live broadcast, the recording, or listen on the podcast, Lord, that they would encounter your Holy Spirit's presence, that your presence would be with us in a strong way, Lord, that everyone would receive the message that you have for them today, and that they would learn something they'd remember for the rest of their lives, and they would feel so encouraged. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Okay, amen. Okay, Crystal, tell us about you. Okay, well, I'm Crystal Gray, obviously. Um, I have a husband that I have been married to um, for 12 years now. Um, I have a son named Noah, and um, he's our adventurous one, always <laughs> on our toes. And um, we also have a daughter in heaven. Her name is Ava Jewel. We lost um, a little bit before um, in my second trimester, almost halfway through my pregnancy. So we are so excited um, to see her again with Jesus one day. And then our last born, Harper Grace, um, she's our spunky monkey and she just turned two. Oh, spunky monkey. <laughs> I love that. Is she like her mama? Yes. <laughs> I'd say more the fiery part, probably. <laughs> oh, I love that. You're so creative. And I could see her yeah. being like you, being creative and spunky. And I just love that. <laughs> okay. So we have some questions that we're asking every one of our team members to help our uh, moms get to know you a little bit. Um, so what is your favorite scripture and why? Okay, so this question was a little challenging for me because they're all just so good. So I couldn't pick just one off the top of um, my head in terms of like my whole life at this point. But in this current season, God made it really clear that it's 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verses 9 through 11. 
But he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses, so that Christ's power may rest on me. And that is why, for Christ's sake, I delight in weaknesses, insults, hardships, persecutions, and difficulties. For when I am weak, then I am strong. And I would just say overall, um, I don't know. I mean, life is, it can be hard for all of us in some seasons, a lot harder than others, but I would say, um, for a while now, my husband and I have just been, I feel like been given lots of blows all at once, one thing after another, you know, and, um, and the reality is Jesus says life's not going to be easy, but take heart because he's with us. And so I think the, um, reality of suffering and persecution that comes as a believer is so perfectly modeled in the scripture, but there's the hope aspect that it's through his grace that we can get through anything. And so that's just really resonated with me and um, my family's life story the last so many years. How would you say that that scripture helped you when you lost little Ava Joy? Yes, Ava Jewel. But Ava Jewel, that's beautiful. Yes, yes her treasure. Um, I would say it well, it honestly was one of the hardest um, things I probably had been through up until that point. I mean, I've gone through a, a lot of difficult things throughout my life, but that was a really dark time, if I'm honest. Um, And I just feel like God gave me all of the grace and all of the strength to press through that darkness and to see the light in the midst of it all. And to then be able to offer help and hope to other moms. Um, He's been using it the last so many years to bring light and hope that your story doesn't end here and that there's more to come. And so it doesn't leave you in, he doesn't leave you in those dark times, in those dark places. He's with you, even when you can't see, you don't understand why. And, um, and yeah, he just gives you all the grace you need to, to get through and then to become stronger, to become resilient on the other side of those hard difficulties. So, yeah, that's amazing. I feel like, um, that is a really good, um, adjective, I guess, would be the word to use when you're going through a hard season. Mm -hmm. It just seems dark. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you're just walking and you can feel, I bet you, what you were saying is that you felt like you were walking in the dark. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I just felt, um, I felt like nobody understood at that time um, because I hadn't met anybody yet that I had met, you know, I, I knew lots of moms. I mean, it's like one in four miscarry and, or even have stillbirths and things like that, but I hadn't known anybody close to me or personal that had lost somebody, um, had lost a child that far along. Um, and so it just felt really lonely for a while. And it felt like I couldn't get my bearings, like what is up from down and how do I process this? And how do I now like move forward and heal, And it's like, God just met me. Jesus just met me every step of the way. It was just one step at a time. And it was one day at a time. And he showed me, you know, he showed me and, um, and he, and he's now using it for good in in ways I couldn't have imagined. 
So it's really, it's really amazing to see how he uses our trials. That's amazing. Um, so thank you for sharing that here. Yeah, we yeah. do have a lot of women that write in and they ask, do you have any you know, materials about miscarriage or losing a baby and still birth. And so I'm really thankful that we have you. And yeah, else I've learned too, um, loss is loss and grief, grief is grief and everybody grieves so differently, you know, and it's hard. It's also hard. And we all like process it so differently, or some of us choose not to process it, but then it comes back up later in life. Right. Um, so I just went, head into the darkness because I was like, I know I got to get through this so I can move forward. Um, and everybody just operates so differently, but I think, um, I think I just want to encourage moms like to not, um, hide from the pain to press into it because that's where Jesus is going to meet you, you know, so wherever you are, she remembers the baby. She remembers the, I mean, she, she definitely, she has a little beautiful pillow that someone crocheted her help her remember the baby and she does remember the baby and thank you for saying that that's so kind to yeah. recognize that people and I'm, I even get like emotional when I think about it because it was really hard for her mm-hmm. I just the whole all of it losing a baby no matter how far you, along you are it, it's really I get really emotional about it and then I know that some women I, I walked with one of my dear friends where she I don't know what you had to do at 20 weeks but I think she was 30 or 32 she had to deliver the baby and Oh man. Yeah. Yeah. We delivered her too. We were like 18 weeks or somewhere around there and we delivered her. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's an interesting journey. Yeah. But I just, I, I think God really allowed and has used it and allowed it in my life because I, I realized I don't want other moms to feel or women or even dads. I don't want them to feel alone. Like I want them to know Jesus is with them, but that there are also other people that have walked this road too. And that it doesn't have to be an isolated road, that there are lots of resources and there are lots of people. And there's even communities that they they may not even know about at this point. So I would love to be a resource for other women that are struggling. So. Do you happen to know, I know this wasn't one of our questions, but do you have to happen to have a, just like two resources that we could share in case there's a mom that just lost yes. a baby? Yes. There, um, there's so many out there, so we can, we can share as time goes on later too. But, um, there, I actually, um, God brought an amazing woman. That's almost like a spiritual mentor into my life. Now we still stay in touch for, for the last four years since we lost Ava four years ago. Um, and her name is Kathy Woonenberg, and she wrote a book, and she's here in Arizona. She wrote a book called Grieving the Child I Never Knew, and she also has some other grief books, too. And um, she has an amazing story I won't go into right now, but she definitely knows loss and child loss on a significant level, like three or three, um, I believe, don't quote me on this, I think she had three miscarriages in a stillbirth full term. So she knows very, very personally at a, at a um, deep level what that looks like and feels like. Um, and yet God has brought so much hope through her tragedy. It's so much. And she's like decades older than me now. And it's just amazing what she's doing. So that book, that devotional um, brought me so much help through that time. Um, oh, grieving the child you never knew? Grieving the child I never knew. By who? What's her name? Kathy Woonenberg. Okay. Uh-huh. 
And then um, there are also lots of different um, groups and resources in terms of community from, I can't, I'm not thinking of any specifically right now, but I, except for the one I was a part of, was called Heaven's Hummingbirds. Oh. And it was, yeah, it's so sweet. It was at our um, Dignity Health um, Hospital nearby. So I'd encourage you if you need a support group or you need to talk to others or know that you're not alone right now, there's generally support groups at hospitals or you can even look online for more um, Jesus focused groups. There's online groups. There's all sorts of things you can find online and we can um, link stuff later. Yeah, that would be great. Too. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for yeah, sharing. Yeah. Okay. The next question is what, what is one thing you love about Jesus? Oh, this was another challenging question because <laughs> there's too many, um, but two, two attributes came to mind. I would say um, his faithfulness for sure. I just feel like um, just the, fact that he never ever leaves us he never leaves us like no matter what like we were talking about earlier no matter what trials we're facing in life Jesus is there like he never his presence never ever leaves and his his promises are always true and they're always he's faithful when other when people that are the closest to us are let us down because they will and we'll let them down because we're human he never ever um lets us down. He's, he's faithful to his commitment and his promises to us. And so that just like speaks so deeply to, to my heart. And, um, also the second one was, um, his, this might sound funny, um, or interesting, but his long suffering, like his, his ability to show us his grace in actions through his suffering on the cross. Um, that also just speaks so deeply that um, he would go to that extreme to love me, you know? So. Ugh, so sweet. It makes me just like, Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I feel the same way. My very favorite attribute of Jesus is that we're never alone. Yes. A big deal to me yes. to not feel, I mean, I have my husband and my family and my friends, but there's something about the Jesus connection the presence of God, knowing he's there. It, it keeps everybody in proper perspective. Just like you said, people will always let you down, right? People cannot be God for you. So by pressing into God more than people mm. actually will be more filled up yes. in the long run. And so, so yeah. yeah, I've learned that one just over my years of growing up without a mom and, mm-hmm. you know, and just being left alone a lot, uh, in my own growing up since I was 10, um, mm-hmm. yes. I just to feel like I'm never alone. Like there's never a single moment that I'm alone. So that's a huge deal for me. So I'm thankful. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So okay. The next question, what is one thing you love most about being a mom? Ooh. Um, well I'm laughing because I said or I had written um that I that there's nothing like it there's nothing like being a mom (laughs) both sides of the spectrum it's the most rewarding and yet equally challenging thing in your whole life right so um 
I, but in terms of thinking about my kids on a personal level, I just adore like who they are so much. I just, I think about how God is so detailed. He's so amazing and personal in the details. Like sometimes my husband and I like will look at each other and be like, we made that. Like, how did, I mean, he made that, but you know what I mean? Like, how did we make them? Like, I don't know. It's just amazing. And I know most parents feel that. I mean, hopefully all parents feel that way, but in the sense of like, wow, he knew I needed my son in all of his strengths and weaknesses, all of the challenges he gives us. He knew I needed him specifically and that he needs me and, and vice versa with my daughter, like, um, Harper, like we needed her specific attributes and personality to like complete our little family now. And, and just how different those two are. It's just amazing to me. So I just, I think about how amazing the fondness of God is in the sense of like, we are so fond of our kids and their little quirks and their little personality traits. And, um, we're just so affectionate towards the things that other people could care less about maybe, or they don't notice, but because I'm their parent, um, or because I'm their mom, like I'm just so enamored with them, you know? Um, and of course not all the time, I know not in the challenging moments, but overall. And so I'm like, wow, if I'm that fond about them in those ways, how much more fond is God, our heavenly father of me and of us. And so that just amazes me about motherhood, I guess, in general. Yeah. That's so precious. <laughs> I love that. Okay. This is a good one. Okay. What is the hardest part about being a mom right now? And how has the Lord helped you overcome? Okay. I would say this one is in process. Um, well, first we were laughing earlier a little bit about how um, the difficulties or the hardest parts of being a mom definitely wax and wane based on all the different ages and stages and seasons we might be in with them. So, um, so I know it's looked very different already just in the six years that I've parented Noah, you know, um, and then it looks very different with Harper and the different stages she's in. But currently, um, I think I and my, my husband and I have both been really challenged. We're being very challenged right now by not having all of the answers yeah. and resources that specifically my son needs right now. Like, cause we got a recent diagnosis for him that I honestly have been really shocked by, um, and surprised. Like we knew we were up against some major challenges with some sensory things going on, but we didn't realize, I guess the level because he's done such a good job of masking things and he's done so well in school. So then he kind of melts down at home or he doesn't kind of, he melts down at home because he's been holding all this stuff in. Um, but now he's at a stage and a place where he's having a harder time masking that. And so he's actually really struggling. Um, and so I think my, my husband and I are just kind of like, I mean, this is literally really fresh the last couple of weeks to a month. So that's why I'm, I'm saying it's in process because I am realizing I'm wanting to in my self-sufficiency 
have all the answers, have it all figured out. Um, my husband's like doing all the research I'm researching. Um, we're, we're like, what, what do we got to do? Like, you know, we're trying to figure all this out on our own, if I'm honest in, in a lot of regards. And so I think not having the resources, tools, or answers to best help him at this point. But I think regardless of if your child has a specific diagnosis or challenge like that, that could be set across the board as moms, right? Like when we don't have the answers and we're not in control and we're trying to figure it all out on our own, like it feels really hard. It's really challenging. Um, And so I've been really convicted very recently that I need to really press into Jesus because he knows my son better than I do. And I know him very well as a mom. I'm with him all the time. So um, I'm, I'm challenged and I'm encouraged by that. That's so good. So you just, that's, you know how freeing that is because I think that when you realize that you have to go to God, you're inviting him into your situation Right. Whereas if you're just trying to do everything on your own, Mm -hmm. it relies on you. But when you invite God in, it it relies on him when you commit it to God and say, God, we don't know what to do, but our eyes are on you. And that's super powerful. That's so good. Thank you for sharing that. You're welcome. Okay. What is your best tip for the moms in our community? Okay. Well, tying into what we were just talking about, wisdom is a thing that just screams at me. Asking God for wisdom, Lord, I got nothing here. Lord, I have no answers. Lord, I am weak and depleted. I'm whatever, fill in the blank, wherever you're at. I need your wisdom, Jesus. Please come and just give me your wisdom. Because in James, the Bible says to ask and he will give. And that's a promise. And he does. It might not look how we want it to. It might not be in the time we want it to, but he will. And he does. And he has, I know he's shown that to all of us at different times when we have asked him. So that just encourages me so much. So ask for his wisdom. Um, I would also say grace, 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 that there is just an abundant overflowing um, amount of grace from our heavenly father for us that we need to give ourselves. I think we can be so hard on ourselves that we need to give to our kids. I can, I'm guilty of being hard and nagging my son when I'm stressed and having challenges and also our spouses. So I just, I think grace, 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 like that's all I could think about is just that three times in a row in my head, grace, grace, grace. That's so good. You know, I was thinking about uh, James, you know, where you talked about wisdom and I also like in chapter one, where it talks about, we need to be a doer of the word and not just a hearer. Mm. And I think that when we get wisdom, we have to do it. <laughs> do you know oh, what I mean? Like so sometimes yeah. the wisdom that we get, we can be like, "What? Well, I don't, I don't want to do that. Or that doesn't sound right or whatever. And God wants us to do what he tells us to do. When we know it's from the Lord, or if we have an inkling, it's from the Lord, we just need to do it. Mm, that's so it doesn't make any sense. Yes. There's a lot of things that God will ask us to do mm. that, um, that don't always make sense, but our obedience is extremely important to him, but mm. our obedience also helps. It's a building block. Like it's a building block to a great life. We'll never have a perfect life. Just like you said, Crystal, we're always going to have, right. Jesus said it right in this world. You will have trouble. 
but take heart, I've overcome the world. But when you have obedience, if you ask for wisdom, you're building up, you're building up a beautiful life. Yes. Building Ooh, up that life. Yeah. yeah. Really All right. Well, Crystal, why don't you pray for us pray for anyone here who might've lost a baby, uh, anyone who might be struggling with children who, um, who just got a diagnosis or they don't know what to do. Maybe it's a mystery child. They don't know what to do about the mysteries that are happening or whatever it is that you feel the spirit leading you to pray. I would love to. Okay. Let's pray. Holy spirit. We just invite your presence, um, into, our time together right now into our hearts, our homes, our lives, our families, every part of our being. God, we just invite your presence to be thick and tangible and real. God, you are such a good, good father. You are our sovereign king. You are in control of all things in this world and in our lives, God. And I just pray that you would help every mom listening or um, new or a part of Help Club community already, Lord, that you would just encourage them today with the power of your presence, of your spirit, and your words of truth, God. Just be um, the lifter of their heads, God, for any that may be in a really dark time, God, or a dark season, or just really even struggling maybe with depression or mental health. Um, Any of those that are grieving that have maybe lost um, a baby, God, um, at any age or stage, God, would you just come and wrap your loving arms all around them? Father, I just see your arms so um, thick and tangible, just holding um, the sweet mama in your arms right now. And I just pray that this would become so real to her, um, that you would become so real to her today, God, that she would know she's not alone and that um, you are her comforter. um, You are her hope, God. You are her refuge and you are her rock, God. You are her strong fortress, and you are light in the dark places, Father. I also pray um, encouragement for the moms or um, families that are struggling with new or recent diagnoses for their children. God, more than anything, I just hear you saying that their identity is not found in what Um, labels or doctors or um, anybody says, but that their identity is found as sons and daughters of you, God. And I just pray that as moms, you would teach us what that looks like and means with all of your grace and all of your wisdom to pour out to our children. God, give us the eyes to see them as you see them. Give us the ears to hear them as you hear them. And give us the heart to love them and respond to them as you do, God. Um, And I just pray you would encourage those moms that are having a hard time with um, those mystery children or those that are giving them um, greater challenges right now in this specific time and season. And that you would just be their hope and you would just be their help, God. We thank you that you are your grace is sufficient for all that we need and that your power is made perfect in our weakness. And so we just say, come Holy Spirit and have your way in our lives, in our minds, in our hearts, in our children's lives, and in our our marriages and in our families, God. We just love you so much, King Jesus. Thank you for being so good. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Crystal. Thank you. Thank you for being here. And Guys, we'll see you next week for our next Meet the Team interview. I know you're going to love it. And I know that uh, 
Oh, this was such a blessing. So thank you, Crystal. I love you. We love you guys. Love also. you guys. Goodbye. <laughs>